0: Hi, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. I was totally going to come on today and discuss, and I'm still going to, but I was going to discuss job opportunities or job jobs that might, to kind of get the juices flowing when you are a victim and, uh, or even a survivor of abuse, you just got out of that relationship and you're struggling to find, okay, well, what can I do? I have no skills and so on, but... And I got the brakes pulled out on me. So when you, sometimes you get a, a pulling to talk about different things. Most of the time I plan, let's say about 80% of the time I plan about what I'm saying. There's that other percent, a percentage where... It's kind of impressed upon me. Okay, God kind of just says, "Okay, no, you're talking about this today," and I'm like, "Well, I already had all this planned, and and maybe even a, somebody to come on and talk to," and it just kind of goes wonky. So, that's like today. So I was a swinger, and this actually happens to be one of my most my most popular questions when someone talks to me or asks me a question if they've seen one of my videos. I think I did a video earlier this year or last year, late last year about you ask me anything and somebody had come on asked a question about me being a swinger and I kind of I kind of brushed it aside and shared my story a little bit but this is really I guess this is a word for somebody out there right now. Now I have no regrets, okay? And I just posted a picture of myself with no regrets. I had a lot of those going forward after I left I had a lot of those issues with me struggling with the decisions that I made and the things that I did, the things that were, and by the way, this might be X rated, so, or R rated. So if you have littles, please don't watch this right now. Uh, I'm not going to curse or anything like that, but I might get descriptive. I don't know. So um, anyway, going forward, and I'm even embarrassed to talk about this, and you know, I think I pretty much already discussed this. Hi, ladies okay so i did a lot of things that i wasn't happy with myself with okay now sex between people sex in general is made for us to be enjoyable to enjoy and so on and so on. If you're not getting that out of the relationship, if you don't have those boundaries with that person, if you are um, in any way in pain, and I'm not talking about BDSM type thing where, and that should be consensual as well. Now I was in that type of relationship with my ex and it was one-sided. He had that master um, type of position and it, it, there was never, even though we had the safe words, he never used that. I know I'm losing viewers already, and that's okay. This is a little weird for me, too. So anyway, for the swinging, how we got started in this, and I'll be honest with you, and I, I've shared this before, I started looking for a mate for my ex. This is when we were still together. I thought if he can fall in love with somebody else, maybe this was my way out. And I know that it's so freaking warped, but this is what I thought. Maybe then this was my way to get out of this relationship, to stop the pain, to stop the hurt, to stop the violence. You know, if I can find somebody for him. And then the other side of this was that I was torn because... Do I really want another person to endure what I was going through? So I had this big struggle, but also there was those fantasies that I had for myself. and am I gonna dive into that. but we all have those. Sex is a natural thing, there's curiosity. there and it feels good for the most part. And I know this is a struggle for somebody that might have been, and this is gonna be a hot topic here, so I'm sorry. I- this is just going to come out, whether you're an abuse survivor, a sexual abuse survivor, a rape survivor. And I'm not saying that it felt good. Okay. By all means, I'm not saying that it felt good. But I know I've talked to some people that have struggled with the emotions afterwards. I'm not going to name names. And they have said, especially when they were younger, okay, let's say younger, they said it felt good. And that was their problem that they had to deal with with those emotions so i'm not saying that anybody asked for it i'm not saying that they wanted to do that i'm not saying by all means don't put words in my mouth i'm just saying that this was the same for me for swinging okay so i went into this thinking okay i can find somebody for him well i don't even know how it evolved from that to next thing you know we've got people coming over and uh, then i have a sister wife i don't know how that evolved into that but it just is like i felt like alice going down the rabbit hole I really did, and this darkness just opened up, and one thing led to another, and I felt like I ordered this, or not ordered, I I opened up Pandora's box, and um, so I, I, whoever's out there listening right now, if you're struggling with this, if you are in a relationship where there's no boundaries, or you don't even know what those are, and you're, this is a lot, uh, there's a lot of control with a person that is being abused, that abuser wants to have that control and in the bedroom there's a lot and this is like a taboo thing and I've done a video on sex before Um, but this is a taboo thing where that abuser not only do they in regular time do they and I'm looking at the camera because I'm embarrassed but not only do they have this control over you during the regular time when you are okay out there in the world, day to day, you know, chasing after kids and so on like that, but they have this control, and it's almost this intimate control of you when you're in the bedroom. And that can be even more scary, because they can use items, they can use things, they can do things to you, and uh, you feel very helpless. And not that there weren't times that I didn't fight back. There were times, there were a lot of times where I fought back, and but it, it's almost like... It, and it's they're just taking more and more of you and it just weighs you down. So I know there's someone out there struggling like that and I know and and yes, I was a swinger, okay? Now, did is that something I am proud of? No, not so much. It, it happened. I did it and uh, am I saying it didn't feel good? There were times where it felt real good. And there were times that I wish my partner <laughs> wasn't, my ex wasn't there. And, and it, it, there was times where um, I felt very dirty afterwards. Actually, that was probably like 90% of the time where I felt very dirty afterwards. And I felt confused because it's like, why am I feeling like I was torn? This shouldn't feel good. Whether it's woman on woman or man on man or whatever, whatever combination. And I felt very guilty. Okay. So, hey, Miss Shelley. And so the whole thing of my page is to come to you and be truthful about my experiences, about my story. I don't think I can can serve any of you if I'm not genuine, if I'm not truthful, if I'm not honest with what I went through. Whether it be by the hand of my ex or even my own mind or things that I thought were for my good and they just ended up spiraling. Have you ever had that time where you thought you were doing a good decision and it kind of was... Shelly and it kind of just spiraled out of control and you thought it was you know hey it was maybe grounded in a good values or foundation or maybe even on the the dark side maybe even a little bit but it spun out of control have you ever had those times where it just hi thank you Mr. Michael have you ever had those times where it was just a struggle for you again you just thought oh okay I'm doing good by this or hey if I do it this way and even if it's a little, I don't want to say twisted, I'm trying to find the right words, but again, this is a word for somebody today, to know that if you are struggling with in this sort of situation, that you're not alone, that there can be freedom, That there that this isn't right. If you're involved, and I met many beautiful spirits and souls while we were in this type of relationship, and yes girl, while we were in this kind of relationship, if you want to call it that, it's very weird. Now let me tell you, Also, from what I was told, Crown Point, Indiana, I'm in Indiana, has the highest concentration for swingers. Didn't say I met them all, but, and going into these parties, we we went to one, okay? It's not like we went to a bunch. Going into these parties, you will find people that are um, government officials. You will find that they are your PTA people, PTO Boy Scout leaders, Girl Scout leaders, you'll find them single, married, divorced, uh, with couples, you will just find it uh, that it's all over. And I was really surprised, surprised I was, black, white, Mexican, Asian, what have you, and uh, Again, I don't know why Lord why the Lord's impressed upon me that I need to get this out today, but I need to say this, that that it, it's with a lot of different cultures, a lot of different people. Yeah, yes, and there's a lot of drugs. And that's another thing too. There's a when I talked to some of these beautiful spirits and I got these ladies alone and we would chat, it's very awkward by the way. <laughs> it's like going on a blind date. It's very awkward. Now, I don't mean to joke about it at all, but I can look at it. I'm this far ahead in my healing where I can look at it. Back then it was really scary for me but in very dark i'll tell you i don't go to bars and going into these type of situations where you would meet people you'd have a meet and greet a lot of times there are in bars i don't like the vibes in bars i'm not a big drinker anyway so it's a very lonely place for me going into bars i don't like that but going into these parties it's just a very it's very dark okay and and I have some friends that are in a lifestyle like this, and God bless them, or they're in the BDSM, they're in that lifestyle. It's not for me. Okay, I found my place now. It's not that. I've been sanctified and, and forgiven and so on. It's it's not there. But they, I think you have this veil that suddenly gets o- off of your eyes, too, especially if you get closer to the Lord. You You just start to see things for what they were. But these beautiful souls would tell me that they didn't want to do this. They felt trapped like I did. They felt um that some of them did what i did too they were trying to find mates for their mate and it kind of spiraled out of control they were doing things that they weren't doing that they didn't want to do that maybe they had these fantasies about as well and then it just spiraled It, it really did and they struggled as i did myself to really get myself out of that and again this high lifestyle um Choices with drugs because some of the ladies that I talked to, they didn't want to do it so they would go ahead and smoke or do whatever they had to do in order just to have the session over so their partner would be pleased. So you're not alone. If you're struggling with this, if you're in this lifestyle right now and you're only doing it because your partner wants you to, you are your partner is being rough with sex with you, no that's not right that's not what we sex wasn't created to be that way between people um, it wasn't created in order for you to feel fearful during that time that loving time together it's not it wasn't created for you to embarrassed about or be ashamed about and it was created just to bring two people who love each other who really deeply care about each other into this beautiful union and if you're not getting that then really and seriously you need to reconsider your relationship and I bet you if you're in a relationship right now where you don't have these boundaries or where you have these confusion maybe confusion of your feelings right now I bet you that you're probably dealing with other things too because I know I've talked to some people they say okay well he's only verbally abusive to me but when you look at the broad spectrum and the broad picture and you start talking or sharing your own story you realize hey he was really or she was really mentally abusive to me or I didn't realize that they were doing you know withholding the finances from me so I mean one thing it's not just one thing it normally all ties in no, no, and I agree. I agree, Mike. A lot of people don't have those morals, and I don't know where they went to. I don't know where they went to. I honestly don't. And it's okay. I'm gonna read what you got there. Going on, Miss Shelley, too. Yeah, I, I had, I had to. Now, I don't know why I, why I feel shameful right now, but I do. But again, it's God's word for today that somebody needs to hear my story to know that. Well, thank you, girl. You rock. That that there is redemption and there is healing from this. And though I'm not proud of those moments, those weren't, you know, my high moments, you know, I went through, through the fire and I came through, I came through the ashes there. And I I think someone needs to know that, that it's okay if you're feeling like this isn't what you want in life, that this isn't what you want to do. And, Gosh, I wish I could put in more words, you know, God use me here, but just to know that you're not alone, okay? Yeah, see, I know, and it's, you know, and it's just, I know God has made this just something for, for us to enjoy, and it's for pleasure, and it's not for pain, and it's not meant for that, and even those, I've chatted with a few people that were in the BDSM lifestyle as well, and they only did it to numb that pain or to feel in control because they didn't feel in control when they were in their abusive relationship but becoming a uh, the dominant or the Dom then <laughs> <laughs> and yes you could go through a lot of this stuff and not have been a swinger too you could still have these wide range of emotions and even those lines where they cross boundaries just in a regular vanilla relationship vanilla is just playing man woman you're doing not going into anything more but that's what they call a vanilla relationship so you can have that with you know you and your partner just anyway let's go let's go forward (laughs) um but yes it's just not for that but for some reason again it's really impressed upon me that you need to know whoever's out there who's ever watching this you need to know that you're not alone okay that you are not alone in your feelings you are you are validated you have permission And I'm giving you permission, and the Lord's giving you permission to get rid of that shame, to get rid of that embarrassment, and to know that it's not you. That whatever you're doing right now, He knows that it's not something you really want to do, but He's there for you. That He is listening to you. He knows, and He cares, and He loves you deeply. And that, again, you are in this wild sea with... In situation right now that you feel that you have no control over, but you need to give it over to the Lord, okay? And, and that's all I got to say about that. But for yes, yes, and, and thank you, Shelly. Yes, exactly. And, and sometimes you do feel though that uh, there's no way out. Oh man, okay. So see, Mike, that happens too, and um, yeah, that that's very that's something that I. I haven't even talked about that. But yes, there's been a lot of, of secrets like that. And I'm sorry that you were used like that. And that must make you feel a little bit used too. That's that's shameful. They shouldn't have done that to you. But there are a lot of folks that do that. Um, yeah, and, and I think it's, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's just a wild thing to even think about back then. It's something I thought I had put to rest or put to bed, so to speak. Um, but that is one of my most... Popular questions that people ask me is, Were you a swinger? Yes, I was. And um, not even, again, not even about the sister wife. I don't know why. You know, no one asked me, What what about your sister wife? No one even really asked about that. It's just the sex thing. I guess it's maybe just a popular subject there. But yes, I was a swinger. The outcome of being that, again, I did find myself, Yes, God will direct your breath. Amen, girl. Yes. (laughs) Yes. You got that right. Please listen. Watch these comments here. If you don't watch the video, at least look through the comments. Um, but well, thank you. I appreciate that. And again, I, I mentioned just a little bit ago, I don't know if you were on, I can't do anyone a service if I'm not brutally honest. And, uh, and upfront, I mean, I had those same sex attractions. I had, you know, um, okay, well let's do this or try this. And while I was doing it, I was so confused and, and just jumbled in my head and you know it, it just it was a very confusing time for me because it felt good and different things that I did try did feel good but at the same time I felt so bad because it went against my values and against my my Christianity and you know it, it just that was a dark hole that I was in and uh, for me for me it, it just was a very dark time I felt very used by everyone involved and yeah, well, surprise. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was a big struggle for me. And even my own sexuality, that was a very big struggle for me. So, yes, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess you're right about that, Miss Yes. Yes, uh, so, but I, I struggled with a lot of that myself. But again, I need to come and be honest and and just genuine so everyone knows. But, of course, those... That portal also led to me getting sick. And whether it's, and I got to find the studies again so I can post that here, whether it's because I had Lyme disease and gotten exposed, infected, and that triggered something in me that I ended up with tonsillitis and, and so on. I was in the hospital. I was a, a, a walking pneumonia. I was a big mess. Whether that triggered anything, I ended up getting, it is very healing, I ended up getting HSV2. And what that is, is herpes. So I have herpes simplex too. Now we don't know, I don't know if it was because of my sister wife, because she was still pretty, pretty popular, let's just say that, or, or what? I mean, primarily it was just her and my ex. But of course, you know, these things pass, they pass between each other. So, but I have, I have that. And Mr. Awesome knew that. I let that man know. I just let it all out. I <laughs> it all on the table the first time we actually talked so he knew what he was getting into um so that's if anything I I try to be brutally honest and upfront I'm not going to stray because it's not a very pretty disease to have Um, my outbreaks are very rare usually when I'm stressful or sometimes if I'm having a Lyme moment Um, but it's not anything that you know I brag on but I, I know I've mentioned it before and those things are real STDs are real especially in this lifestyle because you don't know the person that you're, you're going with might say oh yeah i i'm fine i'm clean but they might be lying come on really they might be lying even though i had we had gotten checked prior to all that we made sure we had gotten checked but of course things happen and um and again that's one of the if you want to call it a repercussion um something that happened because of that time and that's a constant reminder if you want to call it that, if that that's a reminder of, of that time, and, and it's not something that I am, it'll be with me forever, so I know this, I know this going forward, so I just know, and I tell Mr. Awesome, and it's not something that we practice, I don't practice doing that anymore, I left that when I left my ex, that kind of lifestyle, but uh, for somebody that's struggling with that right now, or struggling with the boundaries, struggling with um, knowing, again, love shouldn't hurt, sex shouldn't hurt, And if you're in that kind of relationship and it's not consensual and you are not feeling that or feeling that it's one-sided, you really need to either talk if you can, talk with that person, or you need to, yes, ma'am, Miss Shelley, the truth will set you free. That's right. Or you need to consider leaving if you can. And if you don't know how to start the process of leaving, uh, by all means, message me privately I'll be happy to chat with you uh, about that and what you can do steps if you need to go to shelter I can sh- share with you different shelters if you're a woman if you're a man we can talk too because this does happen to men too I know it's very rare that we hear about it because there's a lot of shame and embarrassment with males and, and thank you Mike for going ahead and sharing all what you did with me that was very brave of you I appreciate that I do and um, just know that you're not alone you are in good company for many of us that out there. So this was a word for somebody. This is a word for somebody, and um, <laughs> you know what? I I actually couldn't read Fifty Shades of Grey. I bought it. I've got an eBay pile. I got the motherload of a lot of books to upload, but um, I bought it, and I'm I, I kind of have my own my own moral dilemma with some books that I do sell because it's like, hmm, I don't know. It kind of goes. I I read the first. I couldn't even get through the first three chapters. It was too much. It triggered me. Let's just say that. It triggered me. I, I couldn't read that and um, because it reminded me so much. Just like the beauty series, Anne Rice has a beauty series. It's under a pen name. I did read that. There was a time I did read that type of, type of stuff. It is pornography. It is X-rated. I had a porn problem, and I've shared that before. I had a pornography problem where I had watched and I would view pornography, and only because for some reason... It, it made me think of love. And that was not love. The pornography that you see out there that's in this world, especially now with the Internet, ooh, it's just nasty. It is, it's twisted. And you hear about the child and sex trafficking and so on and, and rape, rape videos and whatnot. And, but I was just getting on to the Internet at that time. And it was, it was a release. It was an escape. And it was um, just, it, for me, it was a very, very warped sense of what love was supposed to be. And um, I got hooked on it. Okay, I got hooked on it. And any chance I had, I would go ahead and I would just watch porn. Not necessarily for a release or anything like that. But that's just something that I gravitated to. So I, I'm, I don't do that anymore. I don't watch pornography. I've given that all to the Lord. And, uh, you know, if I, if I do have a struggle or something like that, I do still go to him. It's like, okay, I'm going to plead the blood of Christ. Let's put up some hedges of protection around here. Let's sprinkle some holy water, whatever we got to do, just to get these thoughts out of my mind, because it's still a struggle. Whenever, even though you're a Christian, and, and this is, I think, a misconception with some people. They think you're a Christian, that you're all goody-two-shoes. You still have struggles. You still have those things that uh, strongholds, those strong men on you, they still are there to tempt you. And they're still there. And even for your pastors and your ministers and your priests and whatnot, those are still big tempters. They will still be tempted to do things that are, that are, you know, not so Christian. So, I don't know. That's another word for somebody. I'm going to let you go. I thank you. And, um... If you want to talk about anything privately, by all means, I message me privately. If you are brave enough to share this video, please share. And it's not, I'm not doing this to say, hey, I want more page views or anything like that. It's because I know somebody out there needs to know that they're not alone. That they are Michelley. Yes, I agree. Yes, men shouldn't be shamed. There is. Michelley has some awesome words. And even if it's not for me that me to glean, you know, you glean information from me, Mr. Mike and Miss Shelly down there has, they've got some great golden nuggets. Please read the comments down there. And again, please share this if you feel brave enough, if you feel prompted to by the spirit in order, because someone out there right now is in the darkness. They are sitting there. They don't know even if they're being abused. They don't know what abuse is. Um, and, And this is a touchy subject. So please help me out and uh, share this, I'd really appreciate that. So this is Melinda from Hope When There Was None. I am signing off and I will be bringing a video about job, job ideas for victims and survivors that are getting out of a relationship. Um, But I will be bringing that to you sometime, whether it be today or tomorrow. I will be coming back on. So this is Melinda. Thank you. And thank you for the engagement. I appreciate that. And if you're watching this in the replay, do a hashtag, definitely a fire emoji with this one. Let me know where you're from. I'd love to know. And uh, have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Shelly and Mike, for for all the support that you guys have given me, that you both have. I really appreciate that. And I love you both. Stay safe. Bye.